0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Sportsaholics. I'm Jack Cooper alongside Cole Dillo. Call in at 520-621-5806 and Cole, as always, men's basketball. It started off well against uh, on Thursday against USC and then uh, UCLA game. We'll, we'll try not to talk about it too much, but there's a lot of stuff to talk about. This is so much more fun when we win. Yes. <laughs>
1: this is miserable right now. I hate talking to me loose.
0: <laughs> yeah, the USC game, the first half was absolutely phenomenal. One of the best halves we've seen Arizona play especially at home. And then the second half, it's a good thing they were winning by 20.
1: Yeah, USC's a really good basketball team though. Like, I don't want to play them in the Pac-12 tournament. I'm scared when the Wildcats have to go play them in LA. They're a very quality team. They're big men or legit. And you and I were talking about a little bit if USC's best five would have started that game. And Arizona probably doesn't get off to that big of a lead then they probably lose that game and they probably get swept at home
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Nick R- Rikosevic s- I struggle saying Rikosevic yeah. and uh, Matthews Is Isaiah Ma- I think it's Isaiah or Jonah Matthews one of those yeah. um, they didn't start for a violation of team rules they took about five to six minutes until they actually got in by that time Arizona was up like 15 already um, and then yeah the first 30 minutes of that game everything went right for Arizona um, And then just USC's big man just took over uh, in the last 10 minutes because had 14 points just in the second half. Arizona could not hit anything. I don't know if, if they even had a three in the second half. A lot of missed free throws too. Well, so they went 28-40 from the free throw line. Sean Miller talked about this in his press conference. He The reason it seemed like they had a lot of more missed free throws is because in the last maybe five minutes, they shot probably 40% from the free throw line. And it was... Just they they couldn't make them in clutch time.
1: Yeah, I guess me being a little selfish, I expect Nico Manion to make free throws. He I expect
0: Nico Manion to do everything, and a, look
1: what happens when he doesn't. <laughs> a good thing we're about to talk about the UCLA game. Yeah, when he doesn't, we look horrible. I think high school basketball teams could be this. Yeah, uh, this team is
0: when Nico struggles, the whole team struggles, and that's been the case. That was the case in the Baylor game. That was the case in the Gonzaga game. That was the case in almost every Arizona loss so far this year. Um, maybe the exception being I don't know Oregon State when everyone just was off and down
1: yeah but Nico, even the ASU game the reason Arizona lost to ASU was because Nico's foul trouble like if Nico's not on the court this team doesn't function as well like he's just that good of a playmaker and the reason yeah he, he can struggle shooting the ball night, on a nightly basis like that's not where his value comes to this team I don't think but he had zero assists against ucla and that just that is not something i ever thought i would hear you say in
0: this entire year
1: yeah no and because every time we watch it he makes like a good pass to josh and transition or he'll find max for a three or dylan for a three or whatever it is just
0: keeping the ball to i guess zeke not having a field goal until like the 10 minute mark of the second half against ucla was not didn't help
1: yeah no it didn't help and because That's the guy that everyone looks on the team to be very consistent. He looked like he – so Sean Miller said
0: that UCLA was going to be a very hard-nosed, tough, physical team um, and would not be surprised if Arizona – not necessarily lost that game, but played as bad as they did. And every single time Arizona was in the paint, whether it was Stone Gettings, Ira Lee, Zeke Najee. Bodied. They, yes, it wasn't even close. UCLA won by a knockout. They, yeah, no, it was... and, and every single time, all three of those players would just turn around and look for fouls and start complaining. And you can't do that, especially in college basketball. You just have to play hard. If you play hard, you will get the foul call. And you go to the free throw line, you make the free throws.
1: I would have liked to see Chase Shooter. I know that's a weird statement, especially for me, but it's just a guy that's played more basketball than just due to age. Like, I would have liked to have seen him on the court just because at that time, he's fighting for minutes, so we're going to get his best effort. We're going to see him try his hardest, and in a game where nothing is going right, your best player in Zeke Najee can't make a field goal, basically. I would have liked to seen it I would like just to seen something mix it up because why not that's
0: why I also would have liked to see Christian Coloco play more he only played four minutes uh and he came in and he had a layup or a float or something right away and those were his only points for the entire game I would have liked to see him play be played more Sean says after every game that's on me I gotta get Christian more minutes I gotta get Max more minutes I gotta we're gonna play Chase Jeter this weekend it never happens. It's been, what, four or five weeks in a row now. He says the same thing after every press conference. He says every th- so the same thing uh, during the midweek press conference, and he doesn't
1: change anything. Do you think this is more on Sean, or do you think this is more on the players at this I point? I
0: think every loss is on Sean because he says stuff and he doesn't fix anything, and... Well, he, he can't. He's not the one that puts the ball in the basket, and you can't shoot twenty percent and expect to win. So I understand that, but there's things you can do as a coach to try and motivate your players. And in the second half, um, Arizona got it down to forty-five, forty-four, and they mixed in zone a couple times. They got turnovers. UCLA wasn't scoring, and then they just they went away from it. And I, yeah,
1: I would like to see Dylan Smith out of the starting lineup. I I have not liked Dylan Smith all year. I understand he plays really good defense, and he has the ability to get hot, but there's so many guys in this team that have the ability to get hot.
0: So who do you want to see over in in for him?
1: I I would like to see Max Hazard get a start. I think Max Hazard needs more shot opportunities, and I think that if you start a game with him, his minutes can still be the same. You don't have to give him starter-type minutes. If he plays, you know, 18 to 20 minutes, like right around what he's playing – on a pretty consistent basis besides the games where Miller gets mad at him. Um, I would just like to see, you know, five, three attempts from him on a nightly basis. I think this team needs that. I don't think the team needs eight jump shots from Dylan Smith. Dylan Smith just needs to learn how to dribble a basketball. (laughs) No, he needs to just give the ball a Nico and get out of the way. (laughs) Like, you
0: have to understand your role on a team, and your role is to be a spot-up three-point shooter. And uh, a good defender. And, and a good defender. He has
1: the ability to be a good defender. He is night and day a better defender than Max Hazard.
0: He's the second best defender on the team.
1: Yeah, but Max Hazard, I just, I would like to see him get some more shots because he comes in and, you know, maybe a shot here. Every time he touches the ball, I just get excited because I
0: think he has a much higher chance of making it than Dylan does, especially the last five games. Dylan Smith has a combined, like, 16 points, which just – I don't know how that happens for a starter.
1: Yeah. I I would like to see... Do you think there should be a lineup
0: change or you... See, this is something I went back and forth on. I would like to see a lineup change if uh, Devin Airdutrieve was still here. <laughs> um, but I don't think anyone else should start. I like Jamal Baker coming off the bench. I like Ira Lee coming off the bench. Um, those are good secondary players who can come in and know what they're doing. I think Jamal Baker is one of the best players on this team. Um, and so... I just think the players that come off the bench now, I think, are good. And
1: I don't—probably I, I probably not a lineup change. I miss Utreve. I was yes. so high on him. I thought he was going to do so well this year. Yeah. Um,
0: so this weekend, they go to Cal and Stanford. Um, Stanford has kind of fallen off the cliff a little bit. Did you see the injury to Oscar de Silva at I'm the Colorado
1: there. game? Mm-mm. Do you have any idea what happened? I saw that it was ugly. Like a lot of people on Twitter and stuff were talking about, it, but I did not want to see. I don't like seeing injuries. I could. All
0: right, so I'm gonna talk about just stomach. real quick. So he um, he had a breakaway. He's a, he's a big man. he's plays about. I think he plays the four or five. Um, he has a, it's like a one on one, and him in do you know who Beatty is on Colorado? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a bigger buffer dude. Um, so, De Silva went up for a layup and Beatty went to block it and then the two players fell down and De Silva's head like whiplashed and hit the court and he blacked out and he started bleeding from his head yeah, on the court. Yeah, I, I don't want to see that. And uh, it was, so he's he eventually got up and they were able to get him off the court. Um, but both teams were very emotional. Like, Beatty could not stop crying. Uh, there were Stanford players that couldn't stop crying um it was a very emotional game and colorado eventually went on to win um but that's it's just that's something you hate to see and so what what are you expecting because now it's the first road or first two home games for stanford since that's happened is silva probably will not play has to have a concussion of some kind um just trying to work back um what, what are you expecting this weekend?
1: The Wildcats finally got a road win, and I think they're going to sweep again. I don't. Neither one of these teams necessarily scares me as long as Arizona actually shows up to the gym. They just have to come ready to play. They can't take anything for granted because anyone in the Pac-12 this year, if you don't show up, can beat you. There's not necessarily a horrible team. So I think that Arizona should win both of these games. Win them pretty handily because I think that you know losing at McHale never sits well in your stomach so I think that they're going to play with a little chip on their shoulder this week I sure hope they do I just want to see any type of motivation and passion I guess
0: see I would have agreed with you that they're going to sweep this weekend but after the UCLA loss I I I don't know I expect them to come out and play angry that's usually what you do especially losing at home especially when your home is McHale Center and you disappoint the 14,600 people that are there um but i i don't know i feel like there's gonna be a split for some reason i don't know which team Uh, um arizona's always kind of played weird at cal um sean miller's never lost stanford in the what 10 years he's been here so i don't know i just for some reason i think it'll be a split go back to our old ways of the beginning of conference play i hope you're wrong i I hope hope I, i hope i'm wrong too i hope you're wrong uh, so the the Pac-12 is uh, it's very congested right now. <laughs> you have Colorado, Colorado, who is in uh, first place right now, uh, at eight and three in the conference, and then you have three teams tied with four losses. Uh, Oregon at seven and four, and then the two Arizona schools at six and four, uh, but both of them still get to play Oregon at home.
1: Yeah, ASU getting the sweep this week.
0: Yeah, ASU. That was impressive. ASU. 15-8 and 6-4, and, six and four, not many people saw that coming.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, ASU beating USC and UCLA was
0: really impressive they to me. Blew, like, they blew out UCLA. They only won by two against USC, and UCL, USC is a much better basketball team, but that's very impressive.
1: And USC controlled that game for a majority of it, because I watched the first half and stuff like that. USC was... They were up by, like, what, 12? Yeah, they 13? were... They were imposing their will early on they are a better basketball team than ASU I thought too but you know ASU came to play
0: so with how tight uh, the Pac-12 is right now what, what are you kind of expecting to happen Arizona still goes to the base schools they get the Oregon schools at home they go to the LA
1: schools and then they have the Washington schools at home I still think that Arizona is favored to probably win it I'd I don't see a loss. I I didn't see l- necessarily losing to UCLA, but I just don't. There's not any game I'm scared of, and I'm they're ner- gonna disappoint me, and I know that.
0: I'm nervous for the Oregon game at home, and I'm nervous for the LA road trip.
1: I'm not nervous for the Oregon game. They they I, outplayed Oregon in Oregon. I, they just did. Okay, and then Some they got
0: lost, but they did outplayed by. Probably, I know UCLA is right in the middle of the pack, but UCLA is, I think, the worst team
1: in the in the uh, conference. They are. Oh,
0: no, I don't good. think
1: that. I think Cal's the worst team in the conference. I think that. I the thing about Oregon is like, we talk about it all the time. Every time Arizona's on the road or whatever, and like people see Arizona on the jersey, you're going to get the best shot. Oregon's one of those teams too. Like, that's how they've been playing the past several years and stuff like that. I think that Arizona wants to beat them. I think that Sean Miller right now views Oregon as his biggest rival in the pack for the past couple of years. And I think that, you know, there's going to be a chip on the shoulder for that game. And I, that game doesn't scare I'm more scared of USC at USC than I am Oregon here.
0: Well, yeah, road game. Um, Sean Miller also gets outcoached every single time he plays uh, Dana Altman. Sean Miller gets outcoached every single game, it seems like. <laughs> oh, yeah, but no, that's the that's the biggest reason why I'm probably most scared of the Oregon game. The Yes, also the USC game, obviously. Um, and then UCLA, I just, I don't know. Pauley Pavilion only gets half full. USC gets less than that. But um, yeah, the USC-UCLA road trip is also very, very frightening. I see probably two more losses in the conference. I don't see us winning the Pac-12.
1: What do you see us finishing?
0: Ah, probably second or third. Not playing on Wednesday in the Pac-12 tournament, but starting on Thursday?
1: No. <laughs> no. Just no. no. Okay. I see second or first. it's third nonsense. Okay. I think
0: Colorado... We I understand we beat Colorado, but if Colorado and us finish with the same record... Who's Colorado supposed to play? I don't know. But if Col- they play at Oregon this week. Um, if Colorado and us finish with the same record... It would be a um, – like, we would share the regular season Pac-12 title even though we beat them. Yeah, but we'd get the one seed. I would say we tournament. would be the one seed, which I I don't care what it anyone's – something. I don't care what anyone's seeding is in the tournament this year. As okay, long as, so as – long, As long as we don't have to play on Wednesday.
1: So, we need Colorado. They play Oregon and Oregon State, both at this week. And then – usc and ucla at home and then at the bay schools and then at utah so there's hope yeah and then i think oregon will probably beat them i would at think oregon. so yeah I, I, w- I would
0: did you see oregon's men's basketball and football is a combined like 31 and 0 at home this year football didn't lose at home basketball hasn't lost at home
1: those are num- I knew what that felt like. Yeah.
0: Those are numbers I'm used to Arizona putting up. Uh,
1: not our four years.
0: Um, yeah, but Oregon then, so they have the mountain schools, Colorado and Utah at home, and then they go to Arizona schools. And if you didn't know, the Arizona-Oregon game is now at 7 o'clock. Uh, got moved up from 8 o'clock. Thanks. Um, you. <laughs> yeah, that's late.
1: I hate it.
0: And then they play Oregon State at home, and then they get Cal and Stanford at home. I see probably, I don't know, the Arizona road trip is probably the toughest road trip in the Pac-12 this year, so that could be, they could get swept. I don't
1: think they'll get swept.
0: They could. I don't think, I think they'll beat us, so I don't think they'll get swept either.
1: Stop it. Just stop it. I'm just Just just, just saying. Have some passion. Have some heart. Have some... When you've been positive f- vibes. When
0: you've been a fan of this team for 22 years. Oh, it's a new team. Uh, that, that, every year, that's, that's what I thought. Every year, that's what I thought. The and they clock find, resets. They Last find, year was disappointments. They find new ways to disappoint me every year.
1: I just want to be able to fill out my bracket and have them winning it all. <laughs> like, even if they lose in the first round again, and all will cry, cry for a week. But tournament. like, I know. I just want to be able to fill out my bracket. And be able to say, yeah, I think Arizona's going to win it all. That's all I want. That's all, that's all I care about. Just kidding me in March. God, don't right. be a complete embarrassment. Like
0: This This team is one bad Nico game away in March from being eliminated. Like if there's one game he, goes, he has eight points, three turnovers, two assists. It ain't going to happen. No, it
1: just ain't going to happen. That's what
0: I thought. It ain't going to happen in right. March.
1: Okay. He's different. Sure. He just ain't trying right now. He's trying to give these teams a chance. That's probably because he doesn't He feels care. bad.
0: He's just waiting for the NBA.
1: I he feels bad that he just walks around and has so much more talent than every other human being that enters the arena with him.
0: Then why doesn't he put up 25 points Because he doesn't want to try. Okay. He's too busy having fun. One and done's are nah. the worst thing to happen in college basketball.
1: Well, yes, but he hasn't tried yet don't worry he's good okay when he wins tournament player MVP (laughs) and you know we're gonna watch intro videos for the rest of our lives with two national championships instead of one to get even more teary eyed okay you are going to write a handwritten letter to Nico Mannion saying thank you
0: okay if that happens I'll write a handwritten letter to anyone
1: saying thank you alright tape it nope Nico Mannion
0: our what three listeners uh yeah you can all uh remember this
1: handwritten you're gonna put lipstick lipstick on and put a kiss where your signature is (laughs) i'll write one to you too don't worry all right this
0: week in college basketball uh today michigan state plays at number 22 illinois which is turning out to be arizona's probably second best win behind the colorado win um, and then tomorrow There's a bunch of good games tomorrow 23 Creighton at number 10 Seton Hall Can- Number 3 Kansas at 14 West Virginia um, That'll be really fun 18 Marquette at Number 15 Villanova And then Thursday Colorado and Oregon 16 versus 17 And Saturday West Virginia goes to number 1 Number 14 West Virginia goes to number 1 Baylor I hate Waco <laughs> I yeah, don't disagree. Like, I'm I'm sorry to everyone that lives in Waco, but like, it was
1: miserable. How can you wake up every morning with a smile on your face if you live in Waco, Texas?
0: Okay, it's not me saying that. I'm 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 sorry. So, what what games are you most looking forward to this week?
1: Well, I like watching games where it's teams Arizona's play, so the Illinois game and the Baylor game obviously kind of stand out to me. But because Michigan State's a good team, like if Illinois can keep, you know, winning these games, that, it's a nice win for Arizona because they won that game pretty handily. Um, yeah. But just as a fan of basketball, probably the Kansas-West Virginia game. I feel like West Virginia is one of those teams that's always scrappy and can beat anyone.
0: Whenever those two teams play, they always seem to make for great games. Um, I remember a couple years ago, Kansas was down by like. 14 with like two minutes left, and then they just started making three after three, and they ended up winning that game. I don't know if it was an overtime or regulation, but um, yeah, Bob Huggins and Bill Self, they they always they always play great games. So that's that's what I'm really excited for tomorrow. Um, and then I mean, a big one in the Pac-12, Colorado and Oregon could could decide
1: rooting for Oregon. Yes, we got to yeah.
0: Well, Colorado beat Oregon already. Pay the Only just, time
1: you're allowed to go off. <laughs>
0: Yes. Um, yeah, no, it's it's kind of a big week for college basketball. Oh, we can talk about the uh, North
1: Carolina uh, Duke game a little bit. Wow! If you would have told me missing two free throws won you a game like your own team, yeah, I would have called you crazy. That took yeah. it was crazy. It was a crazy ending. Do I expect anything else from that rivalry? Though no. It's must watch TV. I hate Duke and I hate <laughs> North Carolina. I don't even care about saying it, but it's must watch TV. Yeah, it's the best rivalry in college basketball, and it really isn't close. The
0: easiest way I can describe what happened: go to Twitter and search Duke versus North Carolina, and you're just just watch like the five minute video that's up. It's absolutely incredible. Missing uh, what two free throws, three free throws? Yeah. So they
1: missed the free throw at the end of regulation. Down two. They were down two. He hit the front of the rim on purpose. Yeah, he threw the. Got his own rebound and then hit a contested mid range jumper to send it an OT. And then the same player, Jones, right? Yeah, Trey Jones. Yeah, um, missed a free throw again. The team got the rebound, air ball, and the guy was there to get the it's offensive like, rebound. It was like an
0: alley oop layup air ball kind of weird play as time expired. Um, no, but the free throw at the end of regulation was um, Impressive It's it very impressive He threw the ball Usually what they try and do is hit like the back iron of the rim So the ball bounced straight up and they can get the rebound He like two-handed threw the ball as hard as he could at the front of the rim It bounced all the way out past the three-point line He was able to get it and Yeah, as you said, I contested mid-range jumper um, As time expired to send the game to overtime
1: There's not many point guards I would want over him Cole. Just, Cole Anthony? <laughs> no, stop it. Just stop it. Um, I, Jones just plays with his heart, man. He is a competitor. He isn't necessarily the greatest shooter, but his ball handling, his passing ability, and just his basketball IQ is almost second to none.
0: Well, he had, what, like 30 points in that game?
1: Something yeah, like that. I,
0: um, I mean, just in the first place, props to North Carolina for being in that game. They are... What under five hundred this year? If what? they
1: made free throws, they would have blown Duke out of the it's building. It's also one
0: of Roy Williams' worst teams, maybe
1: ever. Yeah, they are, no, hundred percent. They are hard to watch. Yes, without
0: and the Col- fact, the fact that this game was—I mean, it is Duke Carolina. Before this game, the last hundred meetings it was fifty-fifty. They scored the same amount of exact same amount of points. Uh, no, there's crazy stats
1: about this game, but they were twenty-one to thirty-eight from the line. Eesh. Like. Twenty-one of 38 55 percent. That yeah, that
0: that's not going to win you many games.
1: No, it, it was horrible. And they, they still, had eighteen and they turnovers. Still, and they still
0: put up ninety-six points. Yeah. How many did your guy have? Twenty-four. <laughs> It'd be nice, if Nico could put up twenty-four. Eleven rebounds. It'd be nice, if Nico could put up twenty-four in a big game.
1: <laughs> Dude, what's up with the Nico slander today?
0: Just, it's just Arizona basketball slander in general. Yeah, it's... Um, yeah, we're going to move to the NBA now, so I'll stop talking about Nico and Arizona basketball and being we'll be disappointed. We'll
1: be there soon enough. Suns suck, though. We could be more disappointed <laughs> about Arizona sports. Don't worry, we gets a
0: hockey. Coyotes suck, too. Uh, yeah, Suns are... Uh, not
1: they, good. Yeah, they played the Lakers last night. They lost by 25 and let Rajon Rondo do whatever <laughs> the heck he wanted. And
0: whenever you let Rajon Rondo do whatever he wants, you're gonna lose by 30 points. I just
1: Laker fans were talking about how they wanted him cut, how they wanted Daryl Collison, and you let him drop 20 plus on you. <laughs> yeah. Rondo dropped 20 plus. <sighs> Goodness gracious. I understand they didn't have Aiden, and Aiden has been hooping. Like, Aiden has been playing really well. He's – I think his last couple games he's averaging, like, 20 and 12 or something like that. Well, like,
0: two games ago he was, what, like 30 and 20 almost?
1: Yeah, no. DeAndre Aiden is proving to everyone the type of talent he was and is. And the Suns are getting a lot of heat because of how well Trey Young and Luka Doncic are playing that they took eight and one. Aiden has the ability still to be the best one of the three. He, how he can impact on defense and then his ability to shoot at a high percentage, if he can start consistently hitting mid-range jumpers and three-pointers, even if he starts attempting three-pointers, hmm. it's going to take his game to the next level and make not only Suns better, but him better. Like He's going to get be on a lot of all-star teams in our lifetime. He's going to get... Some MVP votes. I don't think he'll necessarily ever win MVP because the league isn't built around big men anymore. But I could see him getting some votes here or there. And the jump he made from his first year to this year is still a lot. But just the Suns are so bad and not talked about that he's not necessarily getting the attention he deserves because he's having a phenomenal sophomore campaign.
0: Everyone also just hates Arizona sports in general. (laughs)
1: Yeah, because people people are just gonna keep saying he's never gonna be. No matter how great DeAndre Aiden is, he's always gonna be compared to Trey Young and Luca, and that's fine. Cause
0: it's just cause they're
1: so fun to watch. He's
0: not gonna come out and shoot forty foot three pointers. It's just and, a different position, though. Yeah. Like
1: the these guys. That's their talent, and that's how the NBA has played today. So, yeah, that's great. It doesn't mean the Suns made the bad pick. It doesn't mean anything like that. I don't know how Trey Young and Booker would work. I don't know how Luka and Booker would work. And the Suns franchise is built around Devin Booker. And DeAndre Aiden compliments him the best, and that's why it was the right pick.
0: Yeah, how much longer till Devin Booker's gone?
1: Oh, he's going to the Wolves. It's already <laughs> confirmed. Sign it up because D'Lo got traded, and him and Cowder. All of them are the three best friends that anyone could have. <laughs> three best friends. Yes, exactly. Uh, D'Lo getting traded though, I thought it was a good move for both teams. It seemed like D'Lo was just the Warriors' way of saying we needed something for losing Kevin Durant. Um, so it helped. I mean, I don't know how Andrew Wiggins is necessarily going to help the Warriors when Curry and Clay are back. Because the second those two are healthy, this is a NBA championship caliber team (laughs) all over again.
0: Especially after they get the one pick this year.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and they'll have Wiseman and then they'll have a great one through five all over again. But I think that you know, he allows Wiggins is going to play thirty plus minutes every game. I think that being on a team where he's gonna have to show up every night, like expecting to win Is going to change how he shows up to the gym, and you might get a different Andrew Wiggins. And I think that Steve Kerr is also that good of a coach that changes how he's going to approach the game of basketball. So I think we might see a new Andrew Wiggins. I'm excited to see how he, you know, adapts. He's not really gonna, you know, he's kind of just in cruise control for the rest of this year because the Warriors are just that bad right now. But I'm excited next year to see what he can do. He needs to work on his three pointer a little bit because that's just never been. A huge aspect of his game and i feel like if you're a warrior it kind of kind of has to it's be it's a little bit more than uh, on other teams but he definitely has the ability to help the warriors And Delo i i mean the wolves win that trade just if they can keep cat happy yeah because towns is that good and if d being towns's friend makes towns happy good t- good job for you you don't want to lose your franchise player Dilo's is also a very good player he did really well for the nets last year um he has the ability to m- win games he has the ability to put up you know 20 every single night plus and um so the wolves they you know a piece or two here or there they could they can make the plus i don't think they're too far off you in this league is built around superstars and they have one and a half like I don't, I think Delo a super good player, but I don't know if he's necessarily a superstar. All right. And then the Rockets. The Rockets are very interesting. <laughs> they played the Lakers, and that game was fun to watch. Yeah, we watched majority of it. I would say. Um, small ball. I don't know how long it could work, but Mike D'Antoni always said his biggest regret with the Suns was not doing more small ball. Yeah. So, I mean, hey credit from learning from your mistakes i guess i don't know necessarily how it's going to work because um just in the west everyone's kind of looking at the lakers mm-hmm. and the lakers just have so many big guys like the fact that you really had james harden take the tip uh, <laughs> I, but <laughs> yeah, like a little that's... bit bigger than that i guess but I mean, it's gonna be really hard for these teams if the Rockets are hitting threes, it's gonna be really hard for these teams to consistently leave out a big man. Like, the Lakers aren't gonna be able to run a good duration of the game with JaVale and Anthony Davis or Dwight and Anthony Davis if the Rockets are hitting threes. Yeah. Obviously it all depends on how hot they are, but come playoff time it seems like everyone starts trying a little bit more, I guess. So I the Rockets are a team that matches up really well against Pretty much everyone but the Lakers at this point. Like, if I'm the Clippers, Except I don't want the wanna... Suns, baby. <laughs> yeah. if The Clippers don't want to face them either, though. Like, they just have the ability to get really hot. And Resbrook finally woke up one morning and was like, wow, I can't shoot a three. <laughs> and is driving and attacking and doing everything Restbrook is really, really good at. He's
0: one of the few players that can get to the rim, what, every single time he touches the ball.
1: Yeah, I was talking about this the other day with you, and – Restbrook's the second best point guard in the NBA right now. Dame is on another planet right now, so we're not even going to say anything bad about that man. He is on a mission. But um, Restbrook just is being the athletic, physical Restbrook that we're so used to seeing, and that's why he's an all-star, and that's why the Rockets are you know, a team. But Speaking about Dame a little bit, that goaltend the other night? I was just going to ask
0: you, do you, so the NBA, they came out and they said, that's not a play that we can review because a goal the goaltend was not called on the floor. Do you think they should be able to go back and get the call right no matter what the call was on the floor? Like, if it's a very questionable call that no one blew the whistle on, do you think they should be able to go back and review it? Because, yeah, I mean, when it happened, um, Dame and everyone else on the, <coughs> on the uh, team was like, they doing their finger in a circle, trying to like get them to go look at the play, but
1: they couldn't. There's no reason not to get the call right. Like I don't understand how in the explanation it seemed like they gave some of the Blazers players that. Oh, it was clearly not like no. We watched that live on TV and we were like, what the heck? How is that not a goal ten? Um, that cost people jobs. That cost. They're fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah, like if the Blazers. Missed the playoffs by one game. I I full heartedly think the Blazers were gonna win that game. Yeah. If that went into overtime, there was no doubt in my mind Dame was gonna do whatever the heck he wanted, and the Blazers were gonna win that game. They dominated
0: just, what like three quarters of that game. Yeah,
1: and it, it was a great game. And it hate and it sucks that like there's an event that happens that makes it feel like that's not the true outcome. Like the Blazers fully outplayed the Jazz that game, and. It didn't get shown, I guess. And that really sucks. And the Blazers, I really hope they make the playoffs because Dame's so much fun to watch and he has the ability to win any single game in the playoffs. Like if he matches up against the Lakers, I feel like maybe it won't be a sweep. I can hope maybe it won't be a sweep. <laughs> I just want it to be competitive basketball.
0: He can drop fifty every single game. Yeah. And he started that game. He just pulled up and he was four like,
1: four from three to start. <laughs> like they were like threes from like the they, logo. Yeah. Like they weren't like close to the line, like I look like me at Intermirals. Yeah, <laughs> facts. Goodness gracious. <laughs> but um, speaking about the trade deadline a little bit more just to kind of end the NBA, but, you know, Arizona alum Andre Iguodala um, was sitting out for the Grizzlies. Um, there was some social media tension about that subject, I guess, because some of the Grizzlies players felt disrespected that Iggy didn't want to be there. Um, but Andre Iguodala got traded to the Miami Heat, and... It's an interesting trade because the East is basically the Bucks and everyone else, but the Heat have a lot of good pieces to be able to, you know, make a little run at some things. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And at that point, it's basketball. Anyone can win. Like, I still would definitely put my money on the Bucks and Giannis, but um, it's nice to see, you know – playing again yeah. i guess not just sitting out
0: not just going on tv shows and talking about basketball but actually playing basketball yeah all right it's back uh, mlb it's back pitchers and catchers are reporting as we speak they started yesterday a lot of teams have been coming back today and then tomorrow they'll they'll finish out everyone's back yeah um but first i hate the dodgers well yes Obviously, I, I hate the Dodgers more Jeez. after this past just weekend. Care. Um, this trade,
1: Mookie, Mookie Betts, this trade was basically the Red Sox just saying, Yankees, I hate you, <laughs> and I want you not to win a World Series. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, it was the Red Sox being like, you know, we're not going to be able to resign Mookie Betts. So, what team gives the Yankees the most trouble? <laughs> oh, the Dodgers. Here you go.
0: Yeah, they got what Alex Verdugo and cheater downs
1: and a catcher and like i mean alex verdugo is a very highly talked about player like he's going to hit above 300 probably every year of his career he's going to give you not fantastic defense but solid defense like he's a solid player but when you're giving up an mvp caliber player top five player in baseball Top ten for sure. I don't know if I could give him top okay. five. Yeah. I, is he even the best player on that team? That's that's
0: that's all I see on Twitter. People saying, "Oh, you gave up a top five player in baseball for basically nothing."
1: I would argue it, but that's fine. You I, argue everything. Also. Yeah, I do because I don't. I don't like Mookie Betts, but I don't <laughs> think if you're under six foot, you're a top five player. <laughs> <laughs> Jose Altuve, that's a shot at you. Um, Jose Altuve needs to cheat to win. It's
0: different. <laughs> I mean, the Red Sox, yes.
1: they're cheating too. Well,
0: it's the same guy. It's a, no, okay. Go back, to, go back to what you're talking about. I'm going to get frustrated.
1: Forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I think that the Dodgers became – Uh, I was talking about Verdugo. Verdugo has the ability <laughs> to um, be a very good player. I think that just not for the talent they gave up because David Price – a few years ago he was a significant piece in the red sox world series and that's why you got paid the contract you got paid i think david price still has the ability to give you a lot of good innings and for the dodgers he's irrelevant in the regular season like the dodgers in sharpie are nl west champs already i'm sorry diamondback fan no, jack I cooper s- but
0: s- i understand
1: in a sharpie
0: It's fine when we play the uh, Dodgers in the first round after we win the card game. Just stop. And pull the Washington Nationals. Just stop. Um, And Starling
1: Martez and hit a Grand Slam in game five. I just don't know how the Red Sox can sell it to their fan base that, yeah, we did the right thing. You can't. Like, you're a huge market, and huge markets don't trade their best player because they're worried about him needing a contract extension. Yeah. Especially when you're after the World Series, they had some horrible contracts. Like the Nathan Uvaldi contract was horrible. Chris Sale has been terrible and that contract has been bad. David Price contract is a little bit too much money, too. And that's what's wrong with baseball and all these really long contracts. Because at the end, you have to give up an MVP type caliber player to save money. And it sucks. I think that the Dodgers are Set up really well now. I think that they also David Price um, helps ease the blow of losing Ryu. I think Ryu was a really big piece, and if I have to pinpoint kind of the Dodgers' flaw, I would still say it's maybe starting pitching a little bit because it's Walker Bueller is the ace of the future, but is he going to take that next next step? I guess in being like in the Cy Young conversation fully um what are we expecting out of Clayton Kershaw he's getting up there in age and then it's David Price and they have some of these young guns like Dustin May like is Dustin May going to come around and be this top pitching guy that everyone's expecting him to be or is he going to be a bullpen piece um we'll see I think the Dodgers are definitely the NL favorites if not the favorites to win it all after this trade
0: yeah I mean it's what them the Yankees I guess the Astros and everyone else
1: Yeah, I mean, the Astros don't necessarily scare me right now, I guess. I think losing Garrett Cole hurts a lot more than what people want to admit right now. They're also going to get every team's best shot because of how mad every team is going to be. Yeah, no, the... You seem to think the Astros are going to win, what, 110 games this year? I think the Astros' regular season is going to be really impressive, but come playoff time, I think they might be... I had this hot take with Nick yesterday. I think think the Twins are better than them. Oh. The Twins. I think the Twins' Josh Donaldson signing is really, really good. I just... Like, I the Twins led MLB in home runs last year. The Twins never scare me when yeah, it comes to the playoffs. Yeah, because they play the Yankees every year, and they get... That's not fair. That's David against Goliath <laughs> in the most true form. Yes. I think that the Twins just, you know, they if they can win a playoff series, like... I think it would help a lot. I think the Twins are a really good team, though. I think that they're a more complete team right now than the Astros. I think the Astros just have these guys, but you know, we'll see what their true talent is without cheating.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, so, but, you, but you still think that the Astros are going to have what a hundred and something wins?
1: I think they're going to win the their division. Like, I think they're going to oh, win yeah. the West. I just like I what ninety five plus? How they to win that division? They have to. The A's are good yeah like the A's are a quality team they're just the A's so they're you can already they're in Sharpie in the wild card spot because that's just their life and then the Angels hitting is legit but the Angels don't have a pitcher that yeah should scare anyone and then yeah so I don't see anyone in that division being necessarily close to I them just,
0: i just don't think the ostrich are going to be nearly as good as people actually
1: think so i just so how many wins are you saying <sighs> i haven't thought about it that much i just think every well no now you're on the spot because <sighs> you're saying you don't think they're going to be that I good mean, so now you have to give me an answer that's how it works that's <sighs> life i don't like how that works i don't know oh, i know you don't but that's where we are now i'd probably say around for some reason just
0: down around maybe 90 91 92 I mean, they still have obviously they still so, have really
1: good players. They're over unders ninety
0: four. Under. You saying <laughs> under ninety four? <laughs> really? I, I. They're gonna get every single team's best shot. Every single team, night in and night out, okay. and that's gonna wear yeah, them down. Okay. Yeah. Throw fastball my game. ribs. I'm still on first base. <laughs> Like get get a fastball throwing your ribs every single game for 162 games. Yeah, throw five
1: at me in a row and I get a run. Yeah, okay, and, and I have 17 broken ribs. That's fine. That's why there's three minor league
0: teams. <laughs> we got enough. <clears throat> all right. So speaking of playoffs, uh, playoff potential, potential playoff changes. Not a fan of <clears> at <throat> all. I don't just, think. I, I think I, it's a horrible idea. Um, I'm just gonna read what Trevor Bauer. Um, put on Twitter, Uh, and I quote, no idea who made this new playoff format proposal, but Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, is responsible for releasing it, so I'll direct this to you, Rob Manfred. Your proposal is absurd for too many reasons to type on Twitter and proves you have absolutely no uh, clue about baseball. You're a joke. He's one of my
1: favorite players. Wow. I love Trevor Bauer. He does not care what anyone thinks about him. He is a guy. I like Trevor Bauer a lot. I think he and honestly, a lot of MLB players feel this way about the commissioner. Everyone, uh, well, yeah, about the the commissioner is horrible. Yes, like there's going to be a strike next year in baseball, and that's one of the main reasons Mookie Betts wouldn't re-sign with the Red Sox. I don't know how much you've read on this or not, but basically, Mookie Betts. Basically, just before you talk about the playoff thing, the Mike Trout. Hurt a lot of MLB players because he took less money than what Mike Trout is actually worth, which devalues every other baseball player because there's not a single human being on planet Earth that deserves more money that plays baseball <laughs> than Mike Trout. Because Mike Trout is the best player of our generation, of, I, and it's not even close, it's not even debatable. So Mike Trout not taking the amount of money he is worth hurts every single other baseball player because Mookie Betts wanted $420 $420 million to play baseball. He's not going to get that because Mike Trout. Right. Like, if he would have signed the contract extension. So that's pretty much why he had to go. And Mookie Betts is going to have all these teams bidding on him to try to get every single penny out of MLB franchises to try to make – everyone else better. And there's probably going to be a strike next year in baseball from everything I've read between the players association and all that. So the commissioner is a joke. So if he does this, I can't <laughs> even imagine what MLB players are going to do. If Trevor Bauer, who's the most vocal ones, already pissed. Yes.
0: So I'm just going to read this off the ESPN website real quick. Cause it's the easiest way to describe it. Um, Major league baseball is mulling significant changes to its postseason, um, increasing the number of teen teams from 10 to 14, and adding a reality TV type format to determine which teams play each other in an expanded wild card round. Um, yeah,
1: you don't ML- need to give teams one cent up to one. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, MLB is considering moving. Which each league would have three division winners and four wild card teams. Yeah, wait. Each yeah each league would have three. Okay, so it's basically the same thing: three division winners. But then, instead of two wildcard teams, four. And then, the best team in the league would receive a buy into the division series. Uh, okay. Um, the two remaining division winners and the wildcard team with the best record of the four would each host all games of a best of three series in the opening round.
1: Which I don't think is a horrible idea. Like I, Baseball's one of those things where it's like the only sport, I feel like, that doesn't have a lot of playoff teams like the NBA has, you know, 16 over half the well, it's the same teams. thing in hockey.
0: Hockey has 16 or yeah. half the league and also.
1: I'm not opposed to like getting more teams in there cuz it makes it more fun, but like baseball's so unique too where like every single game matters more than what you think. Like it seems like every year now it comes down to the final week, the playoffs where like I think that's a really cool aspect of baseball, too. And also, baseball's like one of the sports, in my opinion, that any single team can win. It seems like more wild cards win yes. World Series in baseball if you, than if you get hot a at wild the right card in any other sport, I guess. If you get hot at the right time, uh, Washington Nationals. Yeah, no, and like even me being the St. Louis Cardinal fan than I am, there's so many magical runs that I've witnessed in my life that... You know, shouldn't have happened. Yeah. Like, and I think that, you know, that's really cool. Like, who was, who missed the playoff by, like, not much in the National League last year as a wild card? There was, there was a lot of teams in it last yeah. year in the National League. Was it the, I'm going to have to look this up real quick.
0: Well, we only have three minutes left. <laughs> well, you go. I'm just going to read the rest of the, these bullet points real quickly uh so once the teams clinch and the regular season ends the plan uh it says it gets congested the division winner with so the division winner with the second best record would select its wild card opponent so teams would be able to pick teams um yeah the division and then the division winner with the worst record would then choose its opponent from the remaining two wildcard teams the final matchup would pit the wildcard winner with the best record against the wildcard team at not yet chosen (laughs) so the second best division winner picks whoever they want then the third best division winner picks whoever they want and then the final matchup would be the last two wildcard teams yeah no (laughs) just no i just don't I mean, I like teams being able to pick teams because then the team that gets picked has more of a reason to beat the team that picked them. Sorry if that was confusing. Um, but I just... No, because uh, then the Cardinals
1: no. would have played the Dodgers in the first <laughs> round of last year, and I would have been miserable. All
0: right, with two minutes left, we're going to run through... We can talk about this more next week. We're going to run through predictions real quickly. Arizona against Cal and Stanford. W's. <laughs> That's your unbiased opinion.
1: No, I said that earlier.
0: I, 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 I just, actually think they're going to. Sure. I actually think they're going to win both of those games. Michigan State at Illinois. I think Illinois. Uh, Creighton at Seton Hall. Seton Hall. Kansas at West Virginia. West Virginia. Oh, interesting. Marquette
1: at Villanova. Marquette just because that's where Nico wanted to go. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Colorado <laughs> at Oregon. Colorado. I mean, no. Uh, ooh. ooh, you ah. said Oregon earlier. I know. I've been going back and forth on this. I'm gonna. Just because at Oregon, I think Colorado actually might be a, uh, like a hair better. Yeah, but I'm gonna go Oregon just because it's at Oregon. That's a really hard place to play.
0: Yeah, West Virginia, Baylor,
1: Baylor. I think Baylor's. The, I think Baylor's probably the second best team, but the second best team. I I don't want to face Gonzaga. Playing both one and two is a very unique thing. It also
0: didn't help that both of those games were
1: Arizona's two of their worst games of the entire year, just from a shooting. They program. beat, but. In my mind, Gonzaga beat us in McHale, where I think if Nico and Josh would have practiced that whole week, Arizona would have found a way to win at Waco.
0: I, I understand that, but I just... The Gonzaga game reminded me a lot of... Or the UCLA game reminded me a lot of the Gonzaga game where nothing would fall until the last like minute and a half when everyone just started raining in the no, for some reason. I agree. Reason. So I think if they play their regular game, I, that's a much closer game. And then the Baylor game, Arizona should have won... Probably yeah. by about ten. Yeah, um, we are out of time. Uh, we will be back next week uh, with another episode talking about more Arizona basketball. Hopefully, they uh, sweep the Bay Area schools, but not doubt. We'll see. We'll see you guys next
1: week. Disappeared dear after drawing.